What a special day that it is. It is the last AJ McCall show of 2021. AJ McCall on VFX. So there is a lot to get to both past and present before this morning is over. Thank you for joining us as we get ready for hopefully everyone having some sort of Christmas break, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's uh, Thursday, but hopefully everybody gets a little bit of time off. And, you know, I figured we'd start in the uh, future, the present, and look forward because obviously a lot of people are going to look ahead and start making plans, right? New Year coming up for what their New Year's resolution is. So what better way to start before we maybe recollect on some of their favorite moments of this past year and uh, and decide and, and say out loud or state what our goal is or New Year's resolution, however you want to label it, for 2022. So, McCall, to start on a positive note before we look back on what arguably will probably be a little bit of cringe, maybe a little bit of dumb, but hopefully a whole lot of laughs, start on a high note at least with positivity going forward, goals, resolutions for 2022. I haven't even started to think about goals or resolutions for 2022. My my goals and resolutions involve, um, I don't know, maybe going to bed earlier, um, <laughs> just simple things like that, prepping my food better, figuring out how to better calendar my day because there's more things that are going to be coming next year that I'm already planning on. That I know are going to be really, really good opportunities. But gosh, if I can't figure out how to, you know, lay it all out, I feel like that's going to be, that's going to be a frustration. So uh, probably, probably that taking more time to prioritize myself. It's a good one. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny. I feel like there's all the classic ones you could set, and there's nothing wrong with the classic ones. Self care. Working out, eating better. Nothing wrong with any of those. They're all admirable ones that I think most people try to strive for in some capacity, especially with the energy of a new year. Like all that. But, uh, you know, hopefully, I think like for me, on a path with uh, doing some stuff on social media and some other stuff outside of that that I like, just kind of continuing to try to excel towards that, try to continue up, you know, like consistency, right? Consistency is key. So already doing some stuff that I like doing, trying to continue to keep doing stuff that I'm doing. And uh, going to bed earlier, actually probably a good one to double down on. Yeah. Especially, you know, getting up this early. Probably not a bad idea to double down on that one. So that's what's in store with a little bit of time left to change, adjust, focus in, lock in, all of that. Uh, but before we, of course, call it a 2021, there's so much to look back on. So why not just start with... What was our favorite moment of 2021? So with 2021 coming for a close for the AJ McCall show on VFX, the obvious question is, what was your favorite moment, moments, something that stood out from this past year? You know, like Al barging in and saying, look at this. Look I got at- a full-size picture. For those who are not with us that, smor- that morning, which was... Feels like a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure it was just a few months ago. It was like this half of the year. We He had gotten a new, for those working office spaces, those little plastic things with little spikes on the bottom so you can roll your chair on carpet, right? Mm-hmm. He got a brand new one. We were on air when Al decided to share with us that he got a brand new one as he barged in and started yelling about how excited he was that he had gotten one. It was, it was hilarious. It was so, so good. 
Um, I feel like some of the good things, putting sticky notes on cars is always one that I enjoy. Um, it's funny because we were just talking about this the other day and the producer Butters and I were like, that wasn't this year, was it? Which is just how like the last two years have been where you can't keep track of what was what. It was yeah. this year. We went backtrack. It was. It was. It was in April. But this year has just been so long. It's been the longest year ever. Uh, if you joined us for the after show, you actually get to hear this. But since it's our one of our inside jokes for the year, it's hard. It's really difficult not to share. It's one of my favorite memories because we say it all the time. Um, so when we got the snow back in, was October, right? That knocked yeah. all the trees down. So we come in and, you know, it's crazy weather out there. It's thick snow and trees are falling down. So we're coming in and talking about school closures and they're dealing with all that because trees fell and possible power outages. So McCall and I are wearing sweatshirts, obviously, because we're not insane. And ours are blue, and our fellow uh, radio compatriots, Alan Craig, are wearing green. And McCall says, Craig, I think it's because you guys are matching and we're matching, to which Craig deadpans immediately. Could that be it? So now and, we just say, could that be it? And that became our inside joke, and it, it, it was the, the, <laughs> the fire was stoked again because just a couple weeks ago we were at a department head meeting and we were discussing a problem that we were trying to figure out, like, oh, how do we solve it? And people were giving kind of smart-aleck answers. And somebody else who's not in on the joke at all just goes, could that be it? It's <laughs> just all I needed to be completely done with it. So that was uh, that was great. Um, on a lighter note, it was really awesome to see the response that we had when we did the voting on utahsvfx.com for our spirit competition. Mm-hmm. That was just blown away by the number of votes that, in particular, four schools managed to crank out. Yeah, it was incredible. It was amazing. Um, but yes, and so some some of the fun and uh, some amazing things that we got to 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 do and, and to laugh about as part of our favorite parts of of twenty twenty one. And then we're not quite done experiencing the uh, hopefully not too much cringe, but definitely the fun and laughs along the way of twenty twenty one. Uh, but, you know, with the holiday times, there are kind of two different messages. Of course, there's the the thank you for all the great things that people have done in terms of, like, Cares for Christmas wrapped up. We've been part of a couple food drives here as well. But also, you know, it's a tough time for certain people as well. And so that message, uh, touch on that. This time of year can totally suck also and not just be awesome and cool stories and great things and people doing amazing stuff. AJ McCall at VFX, and those people probably needed to hear the message most, which is, it can suck, but there's going to be another day. There's going to be a new year, which frankly, for someone like me who procrastinates super lazy, is a great is a great motivation. Like, all right, here we go. Time to get our crap back together. But in all seriousness, like I'm going back home for the holiday season to see my friends and family for two years, and there's family I'm 100% not going to see because they are toxic and... Not good to be around, and it sucks, but at the end of the day, you can only do what is good for you, and you can only control what you can control. So while things can totally suck, and while things cannot look great, there's still always going to be another day, and there's still things you can do for yourself, and you should look out for yourself, and there's always going to be, I think there's always going to be challenges, but there's not, there's, you could still uh, go through without letting it weigh you down. Um I know that McCall and I both have a mutual friend that's going through a rough time for a different reason right now and having a really tough time about it. 
And I made sure to send them a message and just let them know, like, hey, I know it sucks. And at this point in time, like, stuff can sound very hollow or cliche to be like, hey, you know, the journey takes a little bit longer. But the truth of the matter is, is that while it sucks, is that there's no same path for everyone. It's not cookie cutter for everybody. The story's different for everyone else. And I know it's easy to say that as someone who's not the one that's, like, doing, going through the crap or whatever. But I think you come out the other side and you realize that sometimes you have to go through certain things and they make you stronger. They make you a better person. They give you a good perspective. And as much as anything, as much as it sucks, that is 100% something that uh, I'm appreciative of. My, my moral became remember the good and learn from the bad. As cliche as it sounds, gets me through, got me through a lot of crap. Yeah, I think I think especially like AJ said, there's a lot there's a lot of uh, tough things that are going on right now. And so if you can find just one good thing in the day, I think that's the most important part of it. Just one good thing. One good thing. Yeah, I think especially if something is bad, finding that one thing is super important. That is probably the best thing that has been said. So we are uh, thinking about you, too. And it's the holiday season. Stay strong. There'll be another day and things will get better. Yeah, promise they will. Mm hmm. Ashley and I ended up talking about this a little bit last night because unfortunately someone, well, more someone she knows, uh, helping another family who's dealing with the unfortunate family tragedy recently. And we're talking about kind of our own experience dealing with those kinds of thoughts and, and dwelling down that dark path. And, you know, the common thing we had between the both of us was the struggle to not want to do anything. The struggle was to get up and, and just exist was such a burden and feeling like we were such burdens on everyone else. And it's just not true. It's one of those things. It's, I think it's a trick your mind plays on you. And to just remember that there are people out there that will listen. There's people out there that 100% will care. And there's 100% people out there that are cheering for you to find whatever your best life is. Whatever that version is, they're cheering for you to find it. And I know it's tough to remember sometimes, and I think that's why the advice McCall gave is really good in all capacity of life, because I think it helps you also when you're just generally having a bad time to just catch your breath for a second and remember, okay, this is going well, this is going well, and kind of level you back out. So it can be a tough time of year. Please don't forget that it is not um, – you're not all alone in this time of year. There are people out there who will listen. There are people out there who care. So, yeah, love you. AJ yeah. McCall Show on VFX. I'd imagine Christmas in the Jonas Brothers household was actually a nightmare. Oh, I was thinking it would be fun. I was thinking, like, everybody gets over, comes over, they hang out, and they all party, and they play games, and, you know. Like, now, yes. Yeah. Growing up, no. Oh, well, maybe. Like, but the, like, mom was able to get them maybe for, like, 20 minutes to behave, and they sang some songs, they got cute pictures and everything, right? But then the rest of the time... They were just wrestling and being annoying to each other. And then they were like, Mommy, touch me. Mommy, open my present. I just feel like that's how it was growing up. I mean, is it different than anybody else's family, though? Like, really? No. AJ McCall VFX. Florida or not. One story. Florida, one story. Not. Got to figure out which one it is. Starting by hearing the headlines and just pondering. Letting it stew. Okay, so we got headline one, which involves a guy who got arrested for burglary because he broke into a home last week, stole a bottle of Mountain Dew out of the fridge. How dare he? Yep, that was it. That's it. But he got arrested for burglary because that's still illegal. Drink my Mountain Dew? Did you drink my Mountain Dew? No. Let me smell your breath. No. And then we got story number two, which involves a guy who got arrested after uh, 
starting a fire in the street and chugging Captain Morgan. So, you know, party time. What did he use to start the fire? Um, probably a flame. As far as I'm aware, I have no idea. It says nothing. He eventually agreed to drop the sword, but I can't. He eventually There's... agreed to drop. Of course, because we were all like, he clearly has a sword. This... Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I don't know what the... I don't know how he started the fire, but so... he had a sword, Captain Morgan, and a fire in the street. Oh my gosh! So there was the like... super extreme Mountain Dew commercial, and then the pirate running around in whatever place he was running around in. This reminds me of like Burning Man, but like wilder. Very thirsty criminals this morning. Yeah. Only in Florida not could you sneak in a detail like dude is drinking Captain Morgan, set a fire in the road, and then he agreed to put down his sword. And yep. you're like, wait, hold on. What? That's like the third thing I have a question about. AJ and McCall on VFX for Florida not. Let us hear the full stories. Okay. So in story number one, we have a, a guy who decided, you know what? I'm thirsty. I'm going to break in to this house and I'm going to steal nothing minus a bottle of Mountain Dew. I mean, there's some people in this building that'd be pretty peeved off oh, if somebody man. did that. I know. And I'm not really sure exactly like how big the bottle of Mountain Dew was. I don't think it says anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I'll double check, but I'm pretty pretty sure that it just it just says a bottle of Mountain Dew. So I'm assuming it's a small one. Now, I guess I'm assuming he has had other prior convictions because <laughs> His bail is set at $75,000. He has stolen other Mountain Dews. Yeah. $75,000 is a lot for That's a, a lot. Mountain Dew. That is a lot. So I'm, I'm assuming, like I said, probably some past... Uh, the Mountain Dew Bandit. Yeah, the Mountain Dew Bandit. So there's story one. Then we got story number two. Uh, cops were out on patrol at 2 a.m. and they spotted a large fire in the middle of the road. The flames were four feet high. The fire was in front of some guy's house. So they figured he had something to do with it. <laughs> So he was out there, and the, the part of the reason that they assumed it was him was because he was out there drinking and had his Captain Morgan in one hand and his sword in the other hand. So they were like, hmm, I bet. You know what? I bet it was him. I just like the idea. They assumed he had something to do. They went up to that guy and were like, hey, do you know anything about this? And he went, what? What? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. Good heavens. We should call the fire department. Wild. He eventually agreed to drop the sword and also a knife that was in his waistband. Oh, of, course, of course. And he he couldn't explain why or how he started the fire because he couldn't remember. So Story update. Pirate gets amnesia but starts fire. Yep. It ser- turns out he's been cited for illegal burns five other times in the past six months. So this time they, they arrested him. They're re- both of these people are repeat offenders. Oh, check it out. Once they got him to jail, he intentionally broke a sprinkler, flooded his holding cell. He's been charged with recklessly burning of lands and felony criminal mischief. <laughs> oh, so he gets into jail and he becomes the ironic criminal. So he goes the other way. What are you in for? Burning? Why'd you break the sprinkler? Yeah, you know. Opposite day. I may as well try something new. <laughs> Diversify my portfolio. That's what the H.A. McCall show said. So there you go. Two crazy stories. I feel like it's way too obvious that it's story number two, but how do you not pick story number two? I mean, again, only in Florida not can you you sneak in the line. Dude lit a fire in the street, was chugging Captain Morgan, and then agreed to drop his sword. Like, it ha- I'm, I'm two. I'm going with two. Good job. It is story number oh, two. Correct. Proud of you on that one. Way to go. Yes. You win a... Congratulations. That's all I can spare. Florida Not with AJ McCall on VFX.
Congratulations, better than we did last night. See, what happens when we get together for our Christmas parties, we usually have some kind of game, trivia, or something like that. And McCall tried to do some research about it. Unfortunately, they pulled a curveball on us, and then we were not ready for it. No. And I want to talk about this specifically because of one answer McCall gave in the category of Cash Valley Trivia. Yep. Last night at the company party, we saw rapping. Producer mm-hmm. Butters won a very ironic gift that everybody got to give him a bu- give him a bunch of crap about. AJ McCall at VFX, and then we played trivia. Now, see, McCall tried to get out ahead of this because usually there's some sort of game that we play, but usually has something to do with like what happened in the valley. So we talk about the stuff that happened this year. And to be honest, thank goodness they didn't do that because I can't keep track of anything that happened in the last two years. I cannot remember what happened where. So instead. They put together a whole presentation. We got to play trivia, and it was an assortment of categories. There was music. There was movies. And then there was Cash Valley trivia. Mm-hmm. And the question specifically that will live with me forever was, what was Cash Valley called before it was called Cash Valley? I thought it was, what was it named for? Uh, no, it was, what was it called? Because the answer was Willow Valley. Oh, yeah. But... Did we get Willow Valley? No. No, we did not. No. Nobody got anything on that answer. I mean, aside from the other tables, because they all knew. But, like, <laughs> around our table, the people who were sitting here, we were all like, I don't. I have, that, it's never I come don't up. know. I've never heard it. McCall suggested we wrote down. Cows. <laughs> not Cow Valley. Nope, cows. Not Cow Land. Just cows. <laughs> Just cows. Just cows. And I think as Kevin tried to put it so eloquently, uh, we're going to call this place Cows. That's <laughs> <laughs> Cows. <laughs> just, just like I, oh I don't know what it was called before. I, I, Do I, I look like I was alive then? No. I, Should I care about it? Probably. Okay, so you're insinuating that there are people in the room that were alive. <laughs> it was called cows. No. Uh, uh, it's called cows. <laughs> called cows. So cows. from hence thereforth, it's cows. cows. Not Cash Valley, just cows. Nope. Uh, I think my other favorite, and unfortunately not radio appropriate, one of the other questions we got asked is, so if you were to get all the presents from the 12 days of Christmas, how many presents would you get? I wrote a crap load of birds. <laughs> something along those lines. Which is where it's so going. Afterwards, the judge said was worth something. I, I got that, yeah. And I was like, well, that's rude, because we would have had 11 points, and the winners had 12. Yeah, we finished second. Amazing. I'm kind of blown away we finished second. I or know. either that or somebody just didn't admit their points, but a According to what everybody shouted out, we were second. So when it comes to mu- music, movies, Cash Valley trivia, and Christmas trivia. We suck. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we know some. We're not very, we're, we're like semi-decent. We're like okay if you're in a pinch for humor reasons well, only. Like, I'm just going to be honest. Paul was great. Dude. Kevin did not carry his weight. Neither did I. <laughs> I had zero answers. I thought maybe I'd be able to have some kind of like answers to things. And here's the thing. I Cows. am- I mean, cows. That's what I got. No, I'm really, I'm really grateful we got to even have the party. Like I enjoyed the time. It was it was a good time. It was a very good time. But like all of the answers to things were all old. Uh yeah, there like, was definitely a, a there was yeah. I was like yes. I can't. Yes. I'm sorry. I wasn't alive during this time. It's like they showed pictures of people, and I was like, that's cool. I was like one. I was I was unborn at this point. That was nuts. So it was it was difficult for me to be able to answer questions about things that happened when I was not born yet. And I know there's research, but you know, it's just <laughs> I wanted to call. get up there cuz we were doing like music. They they were doing music trivia 
and there's a lot of good music. There's a lot of things that I major whiff that I know, but we did not do very well with it, oh. minus figuring out the Twenty Seven Club, and and you know I just wanted to get up there and ask who the most popular female vocalist of 2021 was. <laughs> like, <laughs> My- look, I could catch up with that man. My second favorite part. So we're all sitting at tables. This is- at the we're Christmas all, party. Yeah, we're all sitting at tables, right? And you're, you're partnered with your table or whatever. And like, don't say the answer out loud. And oh, so my gosh. So the question was, what is the name of the neighbors in a Christmas story? Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I go, <laughs> I go, Bumpus. And I was like, oh, I hope nobody heard that. And then immediately, <laughs> immediately, Paul goes, Bumpus. <laughs> but he yelled it. He yelled it. <laughs> and so we were like <laughs> dying. But we were the only table that got it. How so, do you not get, like, have you not? That's on 24 hours every year. I've never seen it still. Sorry. He looks, he looks a cold thing. I saw that. He's got a cool bunny jacket. There's a lampshade leg. This is why the answer I feel like was, I got it. This is why the answer was cows. Cows? <laughs> what was Cash Valley known when they first settled it? Cows. Um, cows. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who will be the worst Parker of 2021? There's still a little bit of time left to vote Utah's VFX on our Instagram. It's AJ McCall at VFX. Every terrible parking nomination, all the voting throughout the year of those who are saying, no, this is worse. No, this person's an idiot. I take that back. Our partner voters are nicer. That's mostly just me saying that. Yeah. Uh, comes down to finding out who was the worst. And it is a tie between a Cinderella story and the 45 angle twins, 45 degree angle twins that are in some parking lot and who knows how they arrange themselves that way or why. Not quite sure. Or McCall's favorite, up on a curb. Up on a red curb to be specifically. Yeah. Parked in the grass. Also, no idea how. Uh How they got there. I, I don't imagine there's a little bit of up-ramp that they could be like, all right, just, just scooch on up here, and then I'm going to just go find the perfect spot. Yeah, I'm looking at this. There's not really – I mean, we talked about it when, when this was a nominee originally, but there's no, like, tracks behind it. There's no <laughs> tracks in front of it. It just looks like somebody sat it down it's, there. Yeah, it looks like somebody picked it up and put it down, like, on a like on a toy set. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So – Final question, then, McCall, for you. Because there is still time to vote. We will figure it out. We will announce the winner uh, coming up. We're pretty close, though. I mean, I don't know how many. I think we just have, like... Smidge. I think we're, like, minutes. Smidge. Minutes away. Who are you voting for? Obviously, the the (laughs) curb guy. I'm looking at the tallies right now. It's not that far. There's a winner. There's uh, Not a winner, sorry. There's a leader. Yeah. But there is still time to vote. Just minutes, as McCall said, Utah's VFX on our Instagram story. Thank you to those that have been going on this ride for the two and a half weeks that have been working our way down to the worst Parker of 2021. Continue to submit Parker nominees for 2022. You see terrible parking safely. Don't be driving and taking no picture. No. Send it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. Utah's VFX will get it. We'll get you entered in. We'll start with a fresh batch in January. And we will start building up to get to the 2022 tournament. Because remember, this tournament, the winner, we got Lava Hot Springs tickets. We got some gift cards to give away. The prices are grand because it's the grand tournament. Yes. Thank you yet again. Uh, no Wednesday for us. So why not play Would You Rather Wednesday on a Tuesday? And since we already sort of set some goals for ourselves, why not aim high? Would you rather be a CEO or potentially enter political office? The catch is you don't get to learn anything. You just take the job like now. 
you're going to set some goals for yourself, why not aim super duper high? And since Would You Rather Wednesday normally played on Wednesday, not going to happen this week, why not move it to today and have some fun with it? The question is, how confident are you really in your ability to be able to pick up on the fly? AJ McCall on VFX. Would you rather be a senator for your state or would you rather be a CEO of a successful company? The catch is it's not... All of a sudden, you figure it out, you run a campaign, you learn everything about the state, or you learn everything about the business, and you rise up the ranks. You walk into this job tomorrow with all the information you have right now. Mm, I feel like both options, very much difficult. Yes. <laughs> we can acknowledge, right, both situations, you should have a support staff of some sort. Yes. Maybe, I think, a little bit more... Support staff, like a little bit more service as a support staff for a senator. Not to say you don't have people you can lean on as a CEO, but I think they're expecting, you know, you to kind of know your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You're in charge. So I'm definitely going to go with, um, I'm definitely going to go with senator. Yeah. Why? Because I feel like it would be an easier option for me. I, I feel like you could get away with the nuances of the job. Like, like. There's things I feel like you could pick up as long as you had the right ideas, right? Because you you work together with your support staff and other senators to kind of flush out the thing. Like you just yes, you can go from kind of seed of idea to plant of execution. I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like that being said, I completely agree with that. I'm going with CEO because I just feel like if I flame out, which let's be honest, walking in tomorrow and be like, oh, okay, hold on, uh. I feel like there's a much, much less uh, public ridicule, uh-huh. mostly, than, than being a senator. Because, uh, like, let's be honest, life of a politician, for the most part, is a thankless job. <laughs> like, you do a good job, and I don't think anybody super talks about it that much. Man, you do a bad job, everybody's going to let you hear about it. Yeah. As a senator, so as a CEO, I think there's much less public ridicule. And usually there's a thing called the golden parachute. Wait, no, what are the benefits for now? I'm thinking about this. So like you get fired as a, as a CEO, usually there's a golden parachute, right? You, you make off pretty good on your way out. But I think senators get, like, sweet health insurance for the rest of their life or something like that. Mm, I might have thought about this incorrectly. What company do I get to be CEO of? Like, I don't just know. spin a wheel? Like, tomorrow I just show up at some contest and be like, all right, there's a one in one million chance that this arrow is going to land on this, become CEO of a company. And then it's like, oh, my gosh, this dude... Okay, well, we, we, we're going to hold up to our end of the bargain. Good luck. I, yeah, I don't know what, which one you would all of a sudden just be, like, in charge of. <laughs> like, CEO of something technology-based? I, I can talk about the implementing, like, how to create it. No idea. I don't think that's my job. But I think, ultimately, I think the end of the day is how, comfor- how com- comfortable and competent do you think the people you're going to surround yourself with are? Like, do you feel more confident you could hire a support staff to run a company better or to run a political office better? I mean, as far as it goes, I feel like in a political sense, you would have more people around you who would understand policy better. And as far as like... I think there'd definitely be plenty available, yeah. Yeah. As far as like with the CEO thing, it's more difficult. There's more... I don't know. I think there's obviously supportive people, but there are also 
people that you're going to have to try and figure out whether or not they're actually helpful or whether or not they're actually trying to gain control over something. Over under on uh, me running running the company into the ground. Six mm. months? Less, more? Yeah, Can I yeah. make it a year? Calendar year? Maybe a year. Yeah. Second quarter whew, saved us. Uh, what would you rather be, a CEO or a senator, but you walk in right now? No extra knowledge, no time to study. Like you just, they name you and you're like, I got to go tomorrow. Uh, Utah's VFX on our Instagram story for the poll of the day. You aim high. Let's have some fun aiming high for 2020, uh, 2022. 2020. 2020. If we skip it a few years. That's how long it would take me to understand government policy. Yeah. Like that long into the future. Yeah. One of the things I love about this Christmas party, one of the cool things about the way they brought it back that we had last night for work is the people we get to cater, the food is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was pitching to the front office lady who was organizing the thing like, you got to get this. She's like, I got you. And she got it. And it was awesome. It also reminded me of one of our, my favorite interactions we've had on the AJ McCall show. And that was the listener that wanted to know if they were a jerk because they started the, uh, the Meat Eaters Club. And that led to a whole great conversation about what eating meat does for you. One of my all-time favorite Am I a Jerk Clubs was the Meat Eaters, excuse me, Am I a Jerk Courts was the Meat Eaters Club. AJ McCall on VFX and it went a little something like this. So here's the message. One of my colleagues started a vegan club that is exclusive to our coworkers who follow the vegan, vegetarian, or pescatarian uh-huh. diet. If you eat any other meat, you are not welcome. So in response, I put together a meat-eating club exclusive to those who eat burgers and steak. Just like the vegans, we'll go out to eat together once a week. My club has angered the vegan club, though, and they filed a complaint with the company's HR department. Despite the complaint, my meat club was approved, but now the woman who started the vegan club refuses to talk to me. She said, I am mocking her and a complete jerk. Is she right? Yes. It did seem like it was started it's at least. So that's so dumb. Kind of I mean, passive aggressively. It's literally the dumbest thing. Okay, like let them do their thing, and if you want to have like, I don't know, a fish off or something, <laughs> go off. do it. Like just wow, homeboy. Well, if they Stop get to, I'm a call. You know, my eye is twitching. If they get to have their vegan meetings, then they can do the. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, it's fine, but you don't have to do it out of spite. Wow, it did seem like it was the amount out of, of spite. the amount of spite in this bus is astronomical. Uh oh. Uh oh. Our good friend Chad with the guinea pigs. Great. Calling in. Hey, Chad, how's it going? What's what up, you, Chad? What do you think about this whole vegan club meat club thing? First of all, I think. Veganism is just a gateway lifestyle to socialism, okay? All these people need some red meat in their life. Starting a meat club, that's just equal representation, okay? Who are you to sit there and try to get me to eat healthy? I don't want a mushroom patty. I don't want cauliflower rice. I want a medium rare steak with a side of rare steak. (laughs) A little turf and turf for you, huh, Chad? Yeah, I don't need I don't need vegetables. Vegetables didn't win us any wars. No, it was one off the hard fought backs of brisket. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I feel bad for your arteries, man. <laughs> yeah. I look, I'm look, with it, okay? Like I, I'm not gonna deny it. he's probably not right. Like World War Two, it's not like we won because of broccoli. Let's no, be honest. No. <laughs> Nobody's like, all right, I need to fuel up to battle the Nazis. Let me get some carrots.
The reason that come to mind is because the thing I look forward to most, we have this Christmas party that catered by the company does an amazing job, is the prime rib mm-hmm. and the bacon wrapped shrimp. Mm-hmm. And you saw the effect of that last night. Shrimp rolled out, line started. Yep. All of a sudden, people like people were down in the parking lot waiting because they weren't sure to come in the building or not. And they're like, oh, the shrimp's out. We got to go. We got to go right now. <laughs> like now. It's delicious. Oh, so good. Some good stuff. But while we're on the subject of food, you know, there is, of course, the sandwich that McCall growing up thought was legitimately real. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, I don't know how one would actually eat a knuckle, but it just seems cartilage Yeah. Ugh. Next on VFX. Look, we all grow up and maybe have some information that's a little bit outdated, not updated, or maybe incorrect the whole time. But really, we need to keep in mind that whose fault that is. Parents. Yep. AJ McCall on VFX, but with meat on the brain, maybe you're thinking, okay, leftovers, right? Sandwiches. I don't think anyone's thinking knuckle sandwich, though. Friday made the joke that I was going to open my own restaurant shop, AJ's Knuckle Sandwich Shop, where we keep them fresh in Ziploc bags, and we only deliver. Yep. And then McCall said... I actually thought that uh, knuckle sandwiches were a real thing. Like, I thought it was like a sandwich. And I was like, hmm, knuckles are weird meat. It's strange. Whatever, I guess. I had, dude, I had no idea, okay? Like, growing up, there would always be, like, the jokes in TV shows because it was very, like, 90s-esque, you know? You know what I'm going to give you? A knuckle sandwich. And I was like, oh, man, that's cool. McCall thought to herself, Mom, why do we have any knuckles in the house? That's basically, I, I was like, try it. it's really weird. And I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I asked somebody about this. I may have had a figment of my imagination that I asked. I don't really know. But I feel like I asked a question. It was like, no, McCall, that's a punch. And I was like... Why wouldn't they just say, I'm going to punch you? Like, that's dumb. <laughs> Knuckle sandwich. What are you going to do? Put bread on the other sides of it? That's stupid. I hate that. I just thought it was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> so, like, five-year-old McCall's like, why are they feeding him knuckles? I like the visual of you. I don't know how you would pull it off, but walking out with a plate, you just see the slices of bread, and then they go to get it, and you punch them in the face. I, don't I just like that visual. My guy, hey, by the way, wham! Wow, why would you do that to me? Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Uh, There is a way that you could save yourself two years over the course of a lifetime that sort of got implemented last night, but this is a time of year that this information is super useful because you're probably going to go to a lot of gatherings. Whether it's a work Christmas party, friends get together, family get together, you just duck out quick, you'll save yourself a lot of time. And as always, you got to celebrate another conclusion of a year where AJ McCall didn't get traded. Yep. It'll make sense. For the Automatrix Group debate today, coming up in about 10 minutes, VFX. This is the time of year for a lot of things. Get-togethers, friends, family, food. Yeah. And the question is, how do you get out of there? AJ McCall at VFX. Not to say you're dreading it. That's not necessarily the case I'm painting. I'm just stating that sometimes it can be tough to navigate the exit strategy Especially if maybe you're in one of those relationships where one of you has a bad habit of just not being able to end conversations. Now, most reliable source of information on the uh, internet is a meme. There was a thing I saw the other day, a story that I've, I've glanced over the headline a couple times and I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll just accept the fact I need to click on it. But the premise was that people who don't say goodbye at any sort of get together save two years over the course of a lifetime. Hmm. And the real question I want to ask is, how would you even measure this? Probably just the amount of time that it takes per get-together, and it's, like, averaged, you know? We have this. They probably just sat down, and they were like, okay, it took us 30 minutes to say goodbye at this gathering. So we have this many gatherings this year, typically with these people. 
multiply it by. See, now I want to know what the average number of gatherings is and see how it stacks up. Like, what is the average goodbye? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of because thirty minutes, like you say, thirty minutes, like that's a long goodbye. I'm like, you get at some of the conversation, all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. hey, we're gonna leave, and then you work, and then you bump into someone else, and then all of a sudden that's five minutes, and then you bump into somebody else, and that's five more minutes. It's Twelve hours later, <laughs> it's happened. Yep. It is one hundred percent happened. But two years of the course of lifetime, nothing to sneeze at. I think all the useless time that could be, or sleeping, whatever you do with it, who knows? Yeah. The question is, when it comes to social gatherings. When it comes to you get-togethers with your friends, your family, right? Because we're, we're in the middle of it now. We had our Christmas party last night. Christmas coming up this weekend. And we're getting together with friends, family, throughout whatever this week, next week, whatever it is. How much of a goodbye do you need to make while still trying to preserve that time? Because I don't think there's anyone who really would say they like love long goodbyes. Mm. They may be indifferent to them. Yeah. But the thing is, you, nobody wants to get bogged down. Like when you finally decide you're ready to go, like say you have a Christmas party, which was great by the way, mm-hmm. on a Monday night, and then you got to turn right around and get up at 5 in the ne- clock the next morning, and the party started at 6.30 was appetizer time. Mm-hmm. No, no one wants to get bogged down in there for half an hour when you're pull- rolling out past 9 already, and you're like, all right, I got to start winding down this evening. Right. Not to mention when there was just great answers that hype up the adrenaline like a crap load of birds in the 12 days of Christmas. How much of a goodbye do you have to make when it comes to those gatherings, because you don't want anyone to feel like you stiffed them, mm-hmm. but you also don't want to get locked into that 30-minute goodbye. Can you do a group like wave on the way out, like, hey, see you later, we got to go? Yeah, I mean, I guess, it, I guess it kind of depends on the formality of it. Yes. Of the setting. Yes. Last night felt very easy to kind of just informally, hey, see you, bye. But family, I don't think it's going to roll that way. People are going to want some hugs. You want to bring it in close and say Merry Christmas and we'll see you or whatever, safe travels, whatever it is. I think what we've come to is that when it comes to family, that's your two years right there. Yeah. Work parties, I mean, maybe a little bit. You might get bogged down a little bit, but it's the family parties. That's where you lose those two years. And I know time spent in good company and time spent in doing something you enjoy is not wasted time. Mm -hmm. I'm here to argue that. I'm just saying over the course of two years, there's definitely some of those half hours you're like, oh my gosh, I wanted to roll out like 45 minutes ago. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> that being said, two things from last night. Again, it was a ton of fun. Yes. Turned out very well. It was a little chilly. We'll say that. Let's just state facts. It was a little chilly. Yeah. But it was a ton of fun. Two, it would seem, conclusion of another year, AJ McCall did not get traded. Yep. And you always got to celebrate when you don't magically show up and be like, hey, sorry, we just we had to pull the trigger on this move. A torturous thought exercise, perhaps, or, or AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group Debated 8 on VFX, a way to put in a different perspective or reason to be thankful. Because another year's come completed. We finished the Christmas party. We got to go. That was nice. Yeah. And we came back to work the next day. There was no surprise trades announced as we get ready to wrap up the final show of 2021 for the AJ McCall show. We have been traded. As a sports fan, okay, uh, I thought it was interesting because you get traded in athletics. It yeah. happens. Yeah. So one day, you're Carson Wentz. You're living in Philly. You're terrible. Next day, you're traded in Indianapolis. But if you walk in and you say, hey, Lynn, am I fired? He says, actually, nope, you're traded. You're traded. I think that would be worse. 
Probably. Like, I think I would prefer yes. to just be like fired and then I could make my choice as to where I wanted to go. I mean, they what have, I wanted to I'm do. I'm pretty positive. I don't know. Having never been a professional athlete that's been traded before. I'm pretty sure they do a lot of accommodating to get you to where you need to go. So there's that. But you, yeah. of course, have no tra- say so over right. what's going on. Right. So the question would be, McCall, in this wonderful, tortuous thought exercise, thought exercise where are you getting traded? Physically? Yeah. Probably St. George. St. George. That's well, probably that's where I get traded. You're really not changing a whole lot there. Well, they probably George. trade me to like an oldie station or something, <laughs> and then I wouldn't know how to react. I'd just be like, well, the, 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 the other parties have to agree as well. Uh, based on this situation, <laughs> like, all right, we'll throw in one of the horses out back. We'll give you one of our station vehicles, Let's and see, we'll give you a call. I'm sorry. What's worth? <laughs> you gotta make. Here's here's what happened. They were going to trade the horses in the back along with the vans in the back. And then they were like, we need just something a little bit more. And they were like, well, we can't get rid of AJ because he's probably worth more. McCall, we'll get rid of her. It's funny you say that because I feel like I there's in in athletics and sports there's this thing called a salary dump where you take a big salary and you get rid of it just to save the money. Oh, see, and that's what I would be like. We'll literally trade it for anything, and I find out I'm going to get traded for a dozen donuts once a week for the next two months. I like, know. Oh, thank goodness we like, got out of that money. Sweet. Thanks, guys. We're going to send him to nowhere, Wyoming. Yep. See ya. Just be- and that's just going to be the ultimate slap. Because I've been talking trash about Wyoming the entire time I've been oh, in Utah, yeah. and now I've got to go there. Oh, yeah. Good news is, Wyoming, you and I are on peaceful turn. Look, everybody admits that stupid stretch coming out of- uh, I-80. Yeah. Yep. Coming out of Bear Lake, whew, rough, oh. especially this time of year. I wasn't thinking the right one then. I don't think. Yeah, the one that goes to, no, I think so, right? The one that goes to Cheyenne, right? Or no, not Cheyenne, uh, Laramie. I'm, school, I'm, I'm scrolling out because apparently when I searched I-80, it dropped me in Nebraska. So. Okay, maybe I don't I mean, Nebraska sucks too. Like if we want to go, we go there, we can go so there. So that's over to Laramie? I think that's 30. Oh, okay, 30 then. That stretch of road would not wish on my worst enemies. But I haven't had a reason to talk about it. I haven't driven on this. So, yeah, we're good, right? Nobody, I think. Nobody got traded. Took on new meaning last night at the Christmas party about, yeah, you know, but it's you know, a fun way to have appreciation. Yeah. We weren't traded. We's here. Great. Now, I once infamously said that McCall is the patient zero of planning zombie. And that, I think, still is a fact. And we'll get into that because... I'm surprised when we're talking about uh, some of the goals and expectations for today, and maybe you just don't want to bring it up again, which is probably smart. Getting a planner at the beginning of the calendar year, which seemed like not not Monocle's fault, but it seemed like a good way to execute correctly. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a nightmare for 2021. Yes. Yes. Oh, boy. It's a very special strain, but uh, I think if you're potent enough, or maybe you're just, uh, you know, Tied enough with a certain group of people, you'll probably influence them. And ideally, AJ McCall at VFX, you'd surround yourself with a group of people that trade off, right? They give you influence on certain things and vice versa. Take your weaknesses, build the strengths, ideally. Now, I don't think this is necessarily a weakness, but like I said, it's a very specific strain, but uh, I found patient zero. For a zombie outbreak, it's very important to track down the source, right? The uh, code... Or the patient zero. Yes. So you can know where this all started. Of and course. I've got to tell you, AJ and McCall at VFX, it's an unusual case of zombie strain, but I think I found one. 
McCall Taylor is a planner zombie. But she shows up somewhere around you. You get infected. Next thing you know, you need a planner. How many planners do you have? I only have one. I have one really nice planner, and then I have my calendar in my phone that I just, I sync the two of them up. She's cut back because she spread the infection. No. Since, since, since people have known her, I've gotten one. Yep. Ashley's gotten one. Yep. And who got one this weekend, McCall? Dustin got one this Dustin weekend. Dustin got one this now- weekend. So that was from before. And the thing is, to have a planner really maxify, maxify, maximize. Yes. It's effectiveness. It would be good to have it the entire life, right? So you're constantly organizing the entire life of a planner, whether it's the school year planners you used to get while you're in high school, or now as an adult, you know, January first to December thirty first. And maybe you just avoid it. Maybe you don't put it in the universe. But I figured after the whole debacle you had last year, you'd manifest a little bit. Just please make sure that I get the planner on time this year. Yeah, I have mine on time this year because I actually picked mine up. Thank goodness. Like two months ago. See, so lesson learned. Right? I was a, I was a little worried about not getting my planner. And this planner, I'm really excited about it because I know, okay, I'm going to geek out on planner for a second. But it's like a full day per page, which is awesome. It's a big planner. Yeah, it is a big planner. But it's really nice because it's like I can actually go through and, and calculate out, okay, here's... And, and the best part about it is that the day within it starts at like... 4 a.m., which is so important and crucial to me because my day does not start at midnight. Yeah, well, or usually, typically, typically they have it set up so that it it starts at like 8 a.m. And I'm like, I have been up for too long before this point. <laughs> <laughs> I have to plan other things in those early hours of the morning. Uh- Producer Butter's pro tip, which is to say it's an idea, not I think not all the way there, but it's an idea nonetheless. As he suggested, I don't think we ever found the actual answer because it's a it's a pattern, right? Because there's only seven days, and of course you got to include leap year. But the the calendar does technically rotate. We didn't remember figure out how the number is, but that was a suggestion as well. If McCall needed a fail safe, you just mm-hmm. got to figure out which year this one matches up with, and then you can fall back on it. Yep. There you go. It's clever. So you want to save. Save money. Just again, a producer butters pro tip. Yes. Just to say it's an idea and it's not totally wrong. It's just maybe not the idea you thought of. But hey, saving money, saving money. A year comes to a close in which so many of you submitted terrible parking nominees and we had so many competitions week in and week out to figure out which car was the most annoying each week. Agent Knight. Call Taylor, AJ McCall, and VFX to get to the point that we had the 2021 tournament, right? Taking all of those you voted most annoying, pitting the worst of the worst against each other to find who sits on top of that terrible parking hill, who would park on a curb, who would drive up a snowbank, who's going to park in a special needs spot without a pass. And in a tournament that had a lot of Cinderella stories, a lot of upsets. More so for me, I guess maybe I took it a little bit more personal because some of the ones I thought were the worst of the worst got eliminated early. We had one of those upsets, the 45-degree angle twins taking on the car parked in the grass. Now, it would be easy to say that the one that was the favor was, of course, the one parked on the grass. But in a tournament that was featured full of upsets, the question then becomes, can they just get one more? Can those 45 degrees pull off one more? The answer is... No, but second place is still pretty good. Yeah, second place is really good. 
Uh, so they win. The uh, Narker, who uh, had the one in the grass, is the worst of 2021, which I think, you know, early on, not McCall identified that one more so as one of her favorites. Mm-hmm. But there's no denying that it was definitely a contender, and it happens to run all the way through. It's the grand champion for 2021. It joins the person who parked on the helicopter pad from last year. Now we have two grand champions. And thank you. Uh, our top four are going to get some great prizes. We'll get a hold of them. Uh, 2022, we go right back to collecting terrible parking nominees and working week in and week out to find out who is the worst. So we've already gotten some great submissions. Thank you. Thank you to all those that have submitted for Park Narcs in the three years that we've done it. Thank you to all those that vote because Park Narcs doesn't work without your submissions and your votes. And we look forward to another fun year of it in 2022. So safely, when I say safely, I mean don't be driving none of that. Safely take a picture. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You see terrible parking. You get it to Utah's VFX. We play Park Narcs in 2022. VFX's Facebook roulette. The last time we play in 2021. What post is on your feed? What post of our friends share that we want on the VFX Facebook page? AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, then we could like and share it. The best one goes to VFX Facebook page. McCall, what do you got? Well, I landed on my friend uh, Cody. She posted this. <laughs> it's a meme. Well, it's a screenshot of a tweet that says, Life is a tornado, and I'm just the cow being spun around for cinematic value. <laughs> Fun fact, Cash Valley, before it was called Cash Valley, it was just called cows. That's right. <laughs> uh, I landed on my friend Patrick, shared a picture of a tweet that says, I asked my mom what she wanted for Christmas this year, and she said, I don't want any gifts. I just want to know my kids are happy. That's a pretty big ass, Christy. Yeah. Can I just get you a vacuum and call it even? <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Do not. For the love, do do not, do not buy a vacuum for Christmas. Uh, yes. No. Yes. No. I'm agreeing with you. Yes. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. No. Yes. No way. Yes. Okay. No way Make is that sure. a good yeah, idea. No, I'm agreeing with McCall on this. Yes. Uh, you can win just because of the historical value of Cow's Valley. Cow's Valley. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find and add us across all social media. Um, the AJ and I, the McCall Taylor, Utah's VFX for Park Narcs, AJ and McCall for everything else. And then um, let's talk about the fact that, uh, look, Donovan Mitchell asked us to push the snow off the top of our cars. Um, let's drive safely because, like, there's a little bit of ice places, but, like, today, okay. Tomorrow, nice-ish. Uh-huh. And then Wednesday until the end of time, snow. Forever and ever, amen. Like, it's going to snow and maybe not stop snowing for a while. So let's let's be safe, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, and let's try like I'm, let's not break any bones. Mm-mm. Like I get it, like, I, I don't because I don't snowboard, but like I get it. So let's not come back in twenty twenty two with people back. <laughs> Crazy story, by the way. I'm gonna have to miss a few more days. Yeah, that would be <laughs> the worst. So until next year, for the AJ McCall show, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.